In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. Good morning, Cleveland. Show four of the series. Done quarterbacks, done running backs, done wide receivers. Now we're on to tight ends. Not going to lie. Probably going to be one of the, the shortest of the series. Um, it's looking like a really, really good room. We've seen a reduction in the amount of two tight end sets. Um, and that's not a surprise, I don't think, because Harrison Bryant hasn't been good. Um They've been turning to sort of Michael Dunn and O'Lyman to fill in, um, which sort of speaks volumes. And hey, if you've got someone in there that's going to block and you're not planning to run a route, why wouldn't you use Michael Dunn over Harrison Bryant? He's a much better blocker, naturally, because that's his actual position. Rather than Harrison Bryant's, he can do a bit of blocking, um, but it's more of a chip rather than you don't want him in there as a, a full offensive lineman, else he'd be an offensive lineman. So, Njoku, brilliant. He's mixing it. He's a top five NFL tight end. And that is phenomenal to hear. Taking him a long, long time to develop, but he's got there. Um, next up, we've got Harrison Bryant. It, it's, he looked like he was really developing in year two. And I was expecting to see a lot of promise this year where he's out there and he could have filled in a sort of Njoku, Bryant, two wide receivers. I expected that to be sort of the base of the team. And in, instead, we've seen regression. He's going into year four. And I think that is might see him on the bubble, which seems weird to say, but I think that's where he's probably going to be at once this season's over in camp next year, because he's going to get a little bit more money. And then you're making that decision of, do you want to keep him around? The main guy I see competing with him is Farrah Brown. Farrah Brown's had a couple of good games. Um, There's one not so great game, but he's okay. Still playing better than Harrison Bryant. If he continues to have a good year, I think there's a case for, well, can we just keep him instead? And and if he's going to sign a deal, which is, say, 1.5 mil, uh, maybe 100,000, 150,000, that guaranteed, then... He comes into camp battling with Harrison Bryant. And it's one where you, that's the dream scenario to go into the draft. You go into the draft where you're like, hey, Harrison Bryant and Farrah Brown, both good players, um, serviceable tight ends. You don't need to draft someone. But if someone's there you like in the draft, you can pick them. And then the Browns tend to carry three tight ends in the last sort of couple of years. There was four in 2020, but last two years have been three. So I think you're going to see three again. But you can take that sort of fourth, fifth round tight end and you can go, look, we've now got a good competition here. So Njoku and the rookie, Brian and Brown, they can battle it out. And that's where you want to be as a team. You don't want to go into camp where you're like, oh, he's a lock, he's a lock, he's a lock. Because that doesn't put pressure on the player and get the best out of your roster. And as well, well at the same time, if you get an injury, 
if hey Bryant Brown or this rookie go down in camp and they're going to be out for six games, could be out for the whole season. Well, you're not really that upset if you lose Farrow Brown or you lose Harrison Bryant for the season if the other one's fit. So I think that's a really smart move the front office could make. Sets them up nicely. Um, and it takes a year for a rookie tight end to develop. So perfectly fine that you can stash a guy. Or it could be one where they carry a fourth tight end because they take someone they really like as a developmental guy in the fourth, fifth round. And they're like, hey, not ready yet. We'll carry four tight ends maybe until the bye week, maybe six weeks into the season. And then that, that youngster's ready. Switch over, let Harrison Bryant, let Farrah Brown go, um, maybe trade them off to someone else for a pick swap or something nonsense related. Um, but no, I, I think we're in a really, really nice position with our tight ends. Njoku's making a sizable amount of money, but that's perfectly fine. The thing you want to see is, is the person I've put a load of money into looking good? And he is. They opened up the checkbook and it was a risky move. Not going to lie, why I've been a big, big fan of him as a player. I thought they were a bit bold to do it. He's currently the sixth highest paid um, tight end. So you've got Darren Waller, George Kittle, Travis Kelsey, Dallas Goddard, Mark Andrews and David Njoku. Um, so it's looking good. Let's see that happen. I'm just going to throw it out there just because he's here on a list and he's caught my eye. Mike Gusecki, that could be the absolute wild card the Browns go with. If they decide, if or if he decides he needs to have a one-year prove-it deal, maybe they go and phone him up because he's not really a tight end. He's more of a slot-wide receiver. And if you say to him, hey, David Bell maybe not had a great end to the season. We don't really want to go out and spend a load of money on a wide receiver or something else. But what we would do is give you a really incentive-laden one-year deal, prove it, or even a couple-year deal. If they feel like they want to get a little bit of commitment back from the player, then why not? If you had him in the slot, David Njoku as a tight end, um, DPJ and Cooper out wide, well, you're going to wreak havoc. Um, so it's a wild card. It's a dream. I'd put it less than 5% of happening, but I just wanted to touch on it. Um, and the other thing to discuss with the slot, which I probably should have put into the wide receiver show, people are always like, oh, we need a slot wide receiver. Well, you don't really. Having a guy that is the slot wide receiver kind of limits Kevin Stefanski because that's a guy where you can put him out there in a slot or you can't. Whereas you've got David Njoku that can play in the slot. You've got Amari Cooper that plays plenty of snaps in the slot. It's, for me, the better way of doing it. Um, Tyreek Hill plays a lot of slot snaps. You want players that can be versatile and do many different things because the minute you went, if you had a tight end and all he can do is block, well, you know what that player's going to do when he's out there. Whereas if you can motion Nick Chubb out of the backfield or you move Njoku from blocking out wide, well, that causes issues for a defence where... They've matched up against uh, 12 personnel and then suddenly you're playing five out wide. That's not where you want to be as a defense because you're going to have linebackers matched up against receiving talent. So keep that flexibility and don't lock in too much on a slot. But Mike Gusecki would be fun. And I just wanted to touch on it as sort of a, a wild card. But David Njoku, 
I think is bring back Farrah Brown or even another free agent. I think there's enough guys out there that you can sign someone to bring in. And I think it's something the Browns front office will get involved with where guarantee a hundred thousand, um, offer them, I say 1.5 million contract, bring guys in, uh, like your Rochelle, um, who's an edge defender, obviously, but you can bring those guys in let them compete in camp. And if the youngster and rookie that you drafted or a UDFA player is beating them out, just cut them and let them go. You've only spent a hundred thousand, not the end of the world, but you give yourself good protection and a lot of those guys will actually come back and sit on your practice squad. They think you're a good team. Sean Watson's hopefully going to do that for the franchise and change that perspective of this team can win this year. I want to be at the Browns because the Browns can get me a Super Bowl. So I, th- I think it's a good way of setting the team up. You can't just rely on young talent, but you do want to allow young talent to be here and thrive. So bring guys in um, who are competent, cheap free agents and then let the rookies compete and battle them out. But that's tied up. We're going to jump over to the offensive line. We're going to do the tackles next week, which not next week, tomorrow. There is a lot of change, lots of options. So uh, I'll see you all tomorrow. Go Browns.